Welcome to the Furniture Artist Podcast, where Erin shares experiences, adventures, and challenges in the furniture artist life. If you love brushes and paint, and furniture is your canvas, you're in the right place. Now, here's Erin from the Bowtie Treasure Studio. Well, hello, friends. Happy episode number 16. We are continuing our podcast journey, talking about the furniture artist life. I hope yours is doing really well. Or if you're just getting started out, I think this topic tonight may be right up your alley. I want to talk about a discussion point that, in fact, a recent follower requested that uh, it would be a good topic to go over. So we're going to talk about balance. But in order to talk about balance in your life, I felt it important to really kind of segue another element of furniture artist life into this discussion because balance is rather impossible to talk about without other scopes or discussions involved. So in order to discuss balance, let's talk about goals and purpose. For example... In other words, to say, I need to spend more time on this. Let's say that's your mission statement. I'm going to spend more time on this. There has to be a reason, right? It's either because I just love it or because it's a priority to you. So this is something you need to define. We say oftentimes, I need more time or I'm going to dedicate more time. Where in the world do we, our furniture artists or people in general, find time to do furniture? We would all say that we're already busy. So, how in the world can you say, I need more? How do I balance life out so I can do more? Well, that really comes down to priorities, right? I find the most likely reason that we have this topic cross our minds is that we're looking to do more. So normally when you say, well, I don't have time for that, you've set a priority that that's not a priority to you. You, You're not making time for it. You don't have the time for it. It's not a priority. So if you were to define or say that furniture, creating or painting furniture or home decor or whatever your art is, if you're going to say, I want to do more of this, you're, you're declaring that that is a priority to you. If you were to say, I don't have time to do this, you're declaring where that falls in your priority. To give you an example, uh, a couple months back, I took a knife-making, forging class. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I would love to make more knives. I would love to have my own setup. But I literally could say I do not have time to do that. But I could also say I'm making time to do that. But I totally already know that if I'm going to make time to do that, then I can't do other things, right? I mean, that's what it really what it comes down to. So when we're talking about balance, it's a matter of prioritizing what is it that you want to do or should do or need to do. I don't know anybody that's fantastic at budgeting their time or budgeting, well, We'll not talk about money, but budgeting their time, you know, we waste a lot of time. If you took an audit of your day, of your week, and you put it down in percentages from a standpoint of how much time do you think you put to something, I bet you at the end of the week, you would be way off. 
we spend a lot of time on social media, watching TV, whatever it is. We all have our priorities of how much time. And yes, there are discussions and people want to talk about self-care. Nothing against any of that. You should have a balance. But oftentimes you have to make tough decisions in order to have the right balance. Because you literally could be wasting too much time in your life. You literally could be too busy doing work in your life, which affects your balance. Over the past five to six years, I've gone round and round with the concept of going full-time with furniture. And I must admit the conversation in my head doesn't happen as as much of late. And mainly the reason is I've come to grips to the certain extent that I actually enjoy the benefits I get at work. The retirement savings, a steady paycheck, security of a whatever your job may give you. So what I've determined that really for me at this point, I have a lucrative hobby. Nothing wrong with that. Do I wish that I could do this full time? Sure. Is it practical? Probably not. Practical from the standpoint of if I went full time, I would be killing myself at furniture, not knowing exactly how much I'm going to make. No benefits, no health insurance, no steady paycheck. You know what I'm saying? At my age, it's less of a likelihood that I really want to take that gamble. It doesn't mean that I'm not trying to be successful at the furniture artist life. But I will guarantee, I will tell you right now, unless... You're super creative, super energetic, super photogenic, or super everything else that social media demands, you may have a tough time reaching your goal goal right away. But you define your own goal. Don't let me dictate that. It takes time. I'm actively pushing efforts, for example, personally, or at least in my furniture artist life, YouTube's a high priority. Try to do one, one a week or one to two a week. I'm sorry, one to two. Um, so let's say in a month's time, I probably have three YouTube videos. I have two booths in town. I may go down to one just to help the balance out. I'm, over, I'm always pushing my brand. In other words, what I'm about, what I like to do. I like to share my techniques. This podcast is, it's a priority to me. It's not a lucrative avenue, but it's part of my brand. It's, it's what I enjoy doing. And there's many other things I do. I am still active on social media. I still do lives with Facebook. I'm a content creator. So don't get me wrong. I stay busy. But to do those things and make a living at them, I would have to do a whole lot more. And w- number one probably is volume of, of work. Now, there are other ways to make great a great living. And uh, again blogging, social media, having a store on the website, selling furniture across the country. There's so many other ways. But what if you don't want to do that? you got to define for you what you can and cannot do. What are your goals? So for us to talk about balance, it's critical for you to decide what is it you need to balance. Are you balancing family? Are you balancing a full-time job? Um. You know, I'm not, I'm nowhere uh, in a place to start telling you, selling a full-time, uh, a mom with three kids, 
how to balance their life. I'm not trying to say that, but you have to determine for you. If you say, well, I really enjoy painting furniture. How can I do more of it? What can you get? What can you do without? I tell you, honestly, family's really tough to sacrifice, but you may be able to carve out an hour or two or three a week. You've got to be creative in finding that time if you really want to make it a part of your life. So it's, it's critical because you look at the mountain of work ahead of you, and, and usually what happens is people uh, quit or don't attempt. Let me really help you right here. Do not, and this is, I'm kind of stealing a point later on, but don't try to be me. Don't try to be the person you emulate or like their furniture. They've taken years probably to get where they're at. You're not going to get there tomorrow. So let's remove that from the idea. What do you want to do? What can you do right now? What are you doing right now? So basically, you need a reason to sacrifice time and other things you enjoy. Your favorite show, um, your daily trip to go do something, or your weekly trip to go do something. If you needed, let's say, five hours to start and complete a project, ask yourself, where would those five hours come from? I will tell you right now that balance uh, for me is more of a spread it out kind of thing. I've heard, I've had many people talk about they don't have, you know, they struggle with finding the time. Or they look at a project as a mountain that's unattainable. I will tell you right now that when I, the way I look at projects is this. One step at a time. Easier said than done, right? But one step at a time. So you clean your piece. Call that your goal for today. Tomorrow, you or the first day, maybe you touch it up, maybe a little sanding here and there, maybe remove the hardware. Next day, you clean and maybe you prime it or boss it, whatever product you're using. Next day, one coat of paint. Next, And these are... 20, 30, 40 minute projects at best. Before you know it, let's say in five to 10 days or less, your project's done. If you look at that project from a, wow, it's going to take me 10 hours to do. Well, it might, but you don't have to do it all right now. So if you're you're looking at getting into furniture art or furniture flipping and painting, The best thing you can do is just take one step at a time. I've heard many people say that you need to define your goals. I will tell you this. There's goals for business owners, I think are, I will say are different than a personal goal. If you say, well, I really like to paint this bench in my bedroom. Great, paint the bench. Don't be in a hurry. One step at a time. Give you an example, my kitchen cabinets. We moved into a house just over a year ago. It's a big kitchen. But I determined that if I look at the kitchen as a whole, it will be too overwhelming and I'll never attempt it or get it done. I determined I'm going to take one section at a time. The island, one project. Maybe the upper cabinets or half the upper cabinets, another project. Do you see how you can break it up? And it probably took me three months to do. But it was slow. One day, boss or prime. Next day, 
one coat of paint. No rush. There, I had no time limit. I had no goal. I was not saying, I must have this done in two weeks. Sure, if I said in two weeks, that's all I would have done, and I probably wouldn't have gotten it done and took, taken no vacation, no free time, nothing. But when I spread it out before I was done, three months was done, and my kitchen was done, and I don't even remember the inconvenience it may have been at the time. So I find the secret to my success because I do work full time and I have other, you know, I have yard work and all the other things that you may expect. But bottom line for you, where you are in your life, because you might have a 24 hour life job, you know what I mean? Three kids and um, maintaining a home and a job and all that. If you have time, do it. If you don't have time, spread it out. Nickel and dime it. It will get done. That's how I look at things. So how do I balance? I don't try to do it all at once. I try to spread it out. Then I kind of almost spread the joy out. Because if you really love it, you'll crave the next 15 minutes you can spend on that project. If you can leave it out, if you can not have to put it away. I know setting up and takedown does take time. So having I, Studio Space was one of my recent uh, podcasts. You should read talk. You should read that because that might give you some insights about studio space. So your passion will drive you putting in the time, making the sacrifice, and I wrote down, ignore the pain. I'm not saying that you're really going to have pain, but it's the idea that no pain, no gain, right? So one step at a time, that's the mantra I would suggest you take. You need to decide where you are in your furniture artist's life. Are you just completing projects around the house or are you looking to start a business? If you are starting a business, that's where you might need to step up the seriousness of it, putting larger blocks of time apart uh, aside. But keep in mind, if you're at the point where you're just painting furniture in your home, that's great. But I will tell you, eventually you're going to run out of furniture in your home. Next, you're going to want to paint something that you buy, which is great. This is kind of how I started. I pretty much just started painting, didn't know why, but then I painted another piece. The next thing you know, what, I started, so you're going to get to the point where you have furniture sitting around with nowhere to go. And this is where getting a booth is a good idea. But just because you have a booth doesn't mean you need to have a, a long-term goal of quitting your job and painting furniture. What's wrong with just having some hobby money? That's a great goal. If you can make $200 extra a month or $1,000 extra a month because you're painting furniture, go to Disney World. I mean, have some fun with that. This is kind of where I'm at. I mean, at my, at my point, I'm thinking, you know, if I want to buy a knife-making class, I work hard on this furniture and other stuff that I should be able to. So our, our philosophy lately has been work hard, play hard, right? That's balance, I hope you could say that. But my kids are grown up. You know, I'm, I'm not paying for T-ball and braces and car payments and all that stuff. Doesn't mean I don't help them out from time to time, but I'm just in a different phase. If you're in the phase where your kids are young or middle-aged or whatever they might be, focus on the family. But it may be that your talents could put a little bit of fun money on the table. Focus on that. So the balance is you just say, you know what, kids? I'm going to do this, but we're going to have fun with it. They'll understand. And then give them some tasks to do if they're old enough. Bottom line is, this episode's about balance. So let me just highlight a few things that I wrote down. One, take breaks. Don't overdo it. 
family is first. I hope your family uh, thinks the same about you, that they need to give you time. It's easy for everybody to say family first, but they don't think about the same thing to you. That's a little different, but so take some breaks. And so spreading out the work will help you with the take of breaks. Have variety. If you're looking at it as a chore, and what I mean by a chore is you're not looking forward to it, I get that with projects all the time. I don't, I don't want to do, I'm looking at pieces that have been sitting on my shelf for two months. To me, I just don't want to work on it. But then I have other pieces I can't wait to get my hands on it. You get those kind of projects and just say, you know what, today you deserve to work on this project for 20 minutes. Well, take 20 minutes, put a coat of paint on it. Uh, go on Pinterest and look for ideas. That's part of the project. Whatever it is that you will need to do with your project, really. So take breaks, have variety, family first, but see if you can include family in your fun. Have fun. If you're not having fun at it, it's not going to last. You, if you, And this goes back to our podcast about passion. If you have a burden and a passion to really want to put the time in, you should be having fun. If you're doing furniture just to pay the bills, that's a whole other scope of type of work. But there's passion there. You're doing it to pay the bills. It may not be fun, but I would recommend that you find, find ways to make it fun. It may be that you're doing the wrong kind of furniture or the wrong kind of technique for it to be fun to you. Find that. Overall, start slow and easy. Don't push yourself to be have seven avenues of revenue right now. Don't try to be someone else that you're not. Don't let others push you to not follow your passion. What, what I mean by that is you be you, right? We say that. Uh, don't try to be someone else that you see on Instagram has 50,000 followers. And you say, well, I must be do that. You may not be that quirky personality or the f- uh, spontaneous creative person they are. You're doing great just to paint things white and sell it in your booth. Do it. That's fine. If you're having fun, go for it. But define who you are. What makes you unique from someone else in your town or what makes you unique to that furniture type style. But define you. That's your brand. We may talk more about that down the road. But whatever you do, you will never be someone else. So don't try. It's fine to be inspired by somebody. It's, in, it's fine to be motivated by somebody else. But don't duplicate somebody else. They don't have the same restrictions you do. They don't have the same family you do. They don't have the same demand on your time. Don't try to be someone else. Find your avenue. You're going to find in time, you'll become the person you need to be because you've set the priority to do that. And it may be that you are a blogger, like you're great with words. You need to go that route. Maybe you're creative on camera. Go that route. Maybe you can do it all. But I can tell you after a while, you're going to have to define exactly where you need to be. Bottom line is, I find that oftentimes these things happen naturally when given the time. Don't pressure yourself into, I've got to do this, this, and this. You don't have to do that. You need to do what you have time to do, what your family needs you to do. So just let it happen. So don't let someone tell you you need to define your goals. I think it's perfectly fine not to have goals if it's just a hobby, right? Just have fun at it. It could be that your goal is just simply just to make some extra cash. But if you need to make a living at it, that's a whole nother conversation. So right now, keep it simple. Little task, little time, 
but you got to define what you need done. Once you have your goals figured out, I think you'll be better able to define what you need to sacrifice. And that's when you can start defining balance. Okay, hopefully those things help you wherever you might be on your journey. Love to get your feedback and your thoughts. And uh, be sure to share this with someone that you know that's getting started in this field. You might give them some uh, things to at least uh, chew on, think about. But bottom line is, have fun. Find your passion. Do you. All right. Until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode. Be sure to check out our website, bowtietreasures.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, other furniture artists like you can find the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.